Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Now, live from the Serve Pro Studio, here's today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Dang, good morning to you. Wait, 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 wait. That's the wrong music. That's, that's, uh, that's not right. Here's the music we're leading with today, my friends. It's the polka version of Hail to the Victors. <laughs> I, w- I did that at the last minute. Celebrating the mighty Michigan Wolverine National title with our good friends from Surf Pro Tupelo. Brian Rigby back with us this week. Good to have you back, brother. It's good to be back. I missed you guys on Friday. Yeah, we did miss you, bro. And there's uh, OJD, Johnny D. Yes, sir. Happy morning. You're a big polka fan, not so much Michigan. Yeah. And is that right? Not at all Michigan. That's the last thing you want to hear this yeah. morning, right? Gosh, man, was that a bad sprinkle. My apologies to those who I uh, incorrectly advised on my Washington Husky sprinkle. Good gracious. Yeah, it was not a, not a pretty performance not near as clean as we've seen washington play all year nope yeah we were right about one thing remember before the semis we said there'll be a blowout in this thing well that was it it happened to be the final 34 13 and could have been worse johnny yeah that if michigan hadn't been hadn't have done an inept job of coaching in the second quarter they were gaining averaging like eight yards of carry on the ground and they decided we better throw the ball and uh, if they hadn't done that, they'd have been over with at halftime. But uh, the the I think the biggest surprise for most folks was the Washington offensive line. That offensive line got the Joe Moore Award for being the best offensive line in the NCAA this year. Well, they handled Texas. And they couldn't slow down Michigan. They almost got Penix killed. I had full confidence that Penix would have time to find some very talented receivers. Mm-mm. Well, if you look at the way they performed – uh, against Alabama, you say Washington, yeah, they they, they did sh- better than Alabama, yeah. Um, but that's a that's a that's a, a very fast, oh, physical front five at least. Yep. Um, that that is is hard to handle because of the speed, and when you got three hundred plus pound guys, seventy eight. Yeah, that that are that quick. And I'm that scared of 78. I had a dream about him after that game. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That dude don't even know me, and I don't want nothing. And uh, it, exactly. And Drew, God love him, Michigan man, of course, born and raised in the state, every right to be, and I'm glad for Drew. You're not so much Johnny, no. but I'm glad for Drew. <laughs> You and Drew have developed a feud that yeah. is, yeah, ongoing. Hey, I'm, I'm off of uh, Mark, the, and so. Um, he talked about that this will be a record number of NFL draftees oh. from Michigan. Once again, 16 of their 22 starters were either four- or five-year kids or mm-hmm. men, and some of those guys would have been playing two years in the NFL already. Right. I mean, yes. Know. All right, get your thoughts into us. I know you want to on our Napa Auto Parts text line brought to you by our Napa stores in Tupelo on Harmony Lane and South Gloucester. And, yeah, we'll get to – uh, the the thought that we had Friday, and we we proposed this, and several people reacted on the text line. Are they tainted? Is this an asterisk? Remember in two thousand eleven when Patriots won the Super Bowl and Spygate? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or when the Astros won the World Series, and amidst all that drama, I'm not going to dig you on that today. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to cook that ham today, but but. I don't think they will be in the long run. Maybe today and tomorrow. I don't. I don't think that. Obviously, Michigan fans will think that it's it's tainted. Um, it, it is hard to imagine that your national champion, your head coach, was suspended for half the regular season. He could not coach because he was being punished or disciplined for cheating. Yeah, that's hard to imagine. That's that's where we are in college yeah. football. And. Yeah. And their quarterback said, 
Yeah, we did it. They went from we didn't know it, we didn't know them, we didn't do it, to we did it. But Ohio State was doing it's the reason we did it. It's got to be part of the narrative. Anytime you talk about this team, and we talk about them for years. I mean, in this yep so called legacy, their first outright title. I found this a little hard to believe since 1948. Yeah, they shared one. They shared one, and and that this is their first natty by themselves. Since, uh, well, a long time, 48, right? Yep. The Michigan Stallions, I called them last night a couple of times. It's hard to put your mind around 303 rushing yards. Yeah. They had two more yards than Washington's total yards just by rushing. That's a gaudy number. And if you watch the game, Washington looked like they had, you know, solved that riddle for a little while yeah at times they they were they were did they did really really well but it was all the big plays that's right and um, and uh and you know i everybody drew especially called this sour grapes but that acc officiating crew it seemed like every time washington had a big play they had a penalty that holding no, penalty boy. that was his head just exploded if he's yeah. listening all right, your thoughts is Michigan and that uh, national title got a stain on it. Uh, just saying. Swamp Man has risen from the depths of the swamp to offer this this morning. Did you guys see Harbaugh's post-game or hear Harbaugh's post-game interview last night? He says, I didn't. It was in sign language. <laughs> the jokes uh, yeah, pl- plenty over there. Um no, it didn't. But I did hear his interview where he it was uh, apparently his first time he's seen confetti. <laughs> he was taken aback, and the first comments out of his mouth, look at all this beautiful, amazing confetti falling on us. <laughs> Every piece has a story. This is us. Here. Yeah. It's, we are confetti. No, you're an oddball. Uh, he was fascinated with the confetti and shiny things. That, that's horrible. But I will say this, observation time, you can't argue with a record. That's right. At, where do you start? San Diego? Winner. Yep. Stanford. Pac-12 champ? Yep. Check that box. San Francisco 49ers? Yep. How many consecutive NFC championship games, and he almost won the Super Bowl over his brother? Yeah. He was a winner. Yeah. At Michigan? How many consecutive college football playoffs? How many consecutive victories over Ohio State? Yeah. I mean, the dude, you can't argue the record. Agreed. And I like his brother. Yeah. I like his dad. I just don't know about him. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. Why does his brother seem to be so much cooler yeah. normal? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, he is, He's he is, weird. He is a weird I don't think bird. it's a put-on either. No. I think it's genuinely... Kind of a kook. I read an article that his wife said that he, that he had every pair of pants in his closet were khakis. That, that That's all he ever wore. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> Observation. <laughs> we're not going to – and I said this in the pre-show notes, and you're welcome to subscribe to those with your email every morning. I'll send you all the notes and what we're going to talk about, and you can add and subtract or whatever you want with them. But we're not going to beat the Michigan pinata to their – Miserable blue guts fall all over the place. No, we're not. Do we need a Surpro crew to clean this place? No, we're not going to do that today. We're going to resist the temptation because we kind of want to. I guess SEC fans are just a little offended. Yeah, we're biased. We're a little like Alabama fans, are we not? In that, yeah, we ain't in it. It wasn't real. Yeah. It 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 it, it was odd. And yeah. I I read an article and the headline was talking about. How Ohio State in Michigan and their rivalry and what they did for the college football playoff. Ohio State won the first one and Michigan won the last one. Oh, so boy. they've got the bookends. Yeah. So what happened in between? <laughs> you know, if you look at this, the SEC and Alabama dominated. But if you if you watched that game last night, it was hard to not think about Georgia. I know. Yep. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts, because that would have been a better game. I guess most people would. The the matchup seemed better. But maybe next year we'll get answers to these questions. That's You're right. right. Interesting. All right, 331-2508 or Napa Auto Parts. Text line, Dr. Chris says, yes, indeed. 
tainted champions. <laughs> a lot of people feel that way. All right, moving uh, right on. Um, one prediction. The PCFL is on its way. Let's see if we can buy the rights to the PCFL. That time. Do, you, do you know what that is, guys? Mm-mm. Politically correct. Close. <laughs> could I guess it could double for that, yeah. Johnny. The Professional College Football League. Yeah. Made up of about 60 teams. That's true. Right? Where they're contracted employees. Want to go to school? That's a bonus. If you don't, make music videos. Do whatever you want. You work for us. You're paid. And this is the way it's going to be. I don't see any other way around the PCF. What are they going to call it? Yeah. You can't call it college football anymore. You see the thing the other day about Caleb Williams at at Southern Cal and and where he was living. He had a... Oh God! It was unre- unreal, and and he how much more money he was making than Brock Purdy? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the the guy doing the announcing in the PA booth is making more than Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying. Yeah, and and I mean that's a true statement because the NIL it, it you can call it what you want, but it is pay for play. That's it. Because I don't know that any university and and I don't I don't know if a lot or have the. Inside scoop of how a lot of collectives are working, but I know that State and Ole Miss, you know, I wish they would use the NIL more to say, okay, I am purchasing your name, image, and likeness, and you're getting paid $250,000. Okay, for that, if somebody wants you to come to a dinner, yeah, and they're going to, whatever they're willing to pay, $10,000. You need to go to that dinner, and we're going to pay. We're going to collect that ten thousand dollars. We're going to put it back in the collective, so we can be profitable and have some return on your investment off the field, not just on the field. Yeah, you know, and it started out that way. Craig will remember; he's the one that talked about it a whole lot. Right when it first started, there were some Ole Miss players that were supposedly taking nil money to do. To show up at something, yeah. Corral was one of them, and they, they never showed up. George Jones and him, yeah, right, yeah. And at, at the friend back when all this started, that has um, a marketing job with a major restaurant chain, yeah. And that was uh, Booty, the receiver from LSU, yeah. Uh, some agent or whatever sent them a proposal. He comes to B Dubs, that's the chain, for a couple of hours, fifteen thousand, yeah. And she was like, should I do this? I was like, no! <laughs> you ain't going to sell that much beer and wings. and Pay me pay me $100. i will come out there. And, yeah. And so that's yeah, where we are. The PCFL is coming. All right, your guys' reaction to, you know, Brian, you made some comments and text me while you were gone last week about the departure of Judkins. And now we know where he will land, the Quinshawn sweepstakes have been won by Ohio State. Man, they're giving a lot. They're going to be spending a bunch of money over the next little while. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of mind-boggling of all of the stories and the rumors you've heard about Quinshawn. And as of yesterday, Quinshawn was coming come back to Ole Miss. A lot of people are saying he's coming back to Ole Miss, and what are you Ole Miss fans going to do now? And, you, you know, you've kind of bashed him or whatever – and I thought to myself, there's no way that Quinshawn Judkins is coming back to Ole Miss. Um, but I, th- this is the problem I have with o- Ole Miss, I- the fan base, is quit whining. <laughs> quit whining. Quit complaining. Move on. Quinshawn Judkins is not the going to be the difference maker of Ole Miss' season next year. No, and and if if the story I got from people I believe – was true. He wanted to come back. He wanted to come back Saturday and take the offer that he had that he left. And and if we all knew the truth, he's going to end up playing at Ohio State for about $300,000 less than he was going to play at Ole Miss for because even Auburn got out of that deal on, at the end of it. But like to, to Brian's point, it's like the NFL. So probably the decision was made. You want to let Dart go or you want to let Judkins go with that amount because you don't have a cap, but you got a finite amount of money that you can spend. And you know, I and and Judkins wasn't the team. Uh, you know, Bentley's 
coming back for sure. And yeah, you you have to have the camaraderie. You cannot have no this disdain conflict with your offensive lineman and your starting running back. Yeah, and it and, just can't be. And now more than ever, like we talked about the other day, when you're putting. 35 kids from 35 different universities into a locker room for the first time. Now more than ever, if you got one guy that's not on board, you got to do something. I mean, yeah, and and, and I and I think it works out well for Judkins as well yeah. because he has to go somewhere else and prove himself again. All right, you may have seen in other news and headlines and whatnot, West Point has tabbed offensive yep. coordinator Brett Morgan as their head coach. Been with the program about seven years, and there again, a good track record. Mm-hmm. So they're staying in-house. How could you not if you're yeah. West Point, right? Uh, other, and thank you, AI. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Appreciate you checking in today. 49ers fan. We're going to get to the NFL wild card weekend. Last night, uh, Ryan was like, you mean this is the last football game? Yep. Yeah, for the college. That's yeah. it. That's it. She was like, oh, my goodness. Finally. I said, no, we got the wild card. <laughs> we got the wild card. Go to your room. <coughs> State hosts Tennessee tomorrow night. Fifth-ranked volunteers coming in to the hump. And Arkansas, 3 p.m. on Saturday, your week of uh, SEC basketball for state. Ole Miss uh, will host Florida uh, tomorrow night and then Vandy at noon on Saturday. So dropping those first ones on Saturday told us, I think, a lot (laughs) about where sort of you are. We talked about that. Chris Beard and I guess both he and Coach Jans needed a good test, a good barometer to see. You sort of have to do that this time of year, and a lot of a lot of things. Uh, I know you watched the game uh, at, at Knoxville Saturday. The Rebels can improve on. Yeah, and you know it's unfortunate that they had to open up SEC season play. They never with, beat with them. a Final Four team. Yeah, they never beat these. Guys. <laughs> you know, and uh, it Tennessee's really really good. Uh, I I hope that Coach Beard and he said we're going to see what we're made out of now. You know, I mean. Winning sometimes doesn't make you the toughest. Sometimes losing does. Yeah, and, and I'm I think if you're Ole Miss, you're thankful that you played that on the road. Yeah, because that you know you want yeah. a more competitive team that you can compete with at home. On the flip side of that, for Mississippi State, I think at South Carolina, if that game's played in Starful, that that's a game that they could have flipped. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate for Mississippi State because that's a that's a team that I think you play them at home, you win. On the road, you probably lose. And, and that's just the way the schedule falls sometimes, and I think you got to take advantage of that. Well, i say this. College basketball is back in the state of Mississippi. Southern Miss got sure. the big win oh, over yeah. my James Madison Dukes. Yeah. Previously unbeaten. That's their first top 20 win in Long over time. a decade, yeah. I think. And, boy, what the men's and women's both for Ole Miss and Mississippi State showing some promise. Uh, as we get into conference play. All right, hello, Swamp. He said, y'all see Chris Jones get that yeah. million-dollar bonus sack. 1.25. Everybody gets a Rolex. Have him send us one. <laughs> we know his sister. Does that help? Yeah. Good, Candace. I want to also congratulate a couple of other Michigan fans that I happen to know. Drew's big, you know, big blue. Drew, we call him. Robert. One of our managers. You know him, Brian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert's a good dude. He reminds us of Harbaugh a little. (laughs) And, man, I know Robert is fired up. My daughter-in-law's dad is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. And I thought Drew was a big Michigan fan until I started talking to him about the Big Blue. And I mean to tell you, these (laughs) these are some happy individuals. So I'm, I'm proud for them. Um. But not a good sprinkle. Not proud of that. Uh, coming up in the second half hour, we're going to talk more about this portal, the um, where we are now, uh, the quarterback positions, and I believe there's a couple of dudes still available in the portal, if I'm not mistaken. Most have landed somewhere. And get Brian and Johnny's thoughts on the upcoming NFL wildcard weekend. Because that's all the football we got left, my friends. But one thing has occurred to me. I know the Ravens are the top seed. I don't see an NFL team that's like, that's them. No. that's Usually we have one or two. Did you go, it's probably going to come down to those two. 
man, over the last two, three weeks, I know last week was a throwaway week for a lot of teams. But there's going to be a very interesting few weekends here because you don't know who's going to win these games anymore. No, I agree. I thought for a while it was 49ers, you know where, and then they leveled out. Looks yeah. like a while the Dolphins are unstoppable, and then Buffalo puts it on them. Dead fish the other day, right? Yeah. And and then you take a team like the Chiefs. They have the Dolphins coming in this weekend. Who in the world do you pick in that one? No. Based on their history, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you a Tuesday sprinkle for this weekend's. T- I want to say Chiefs will prevail. Well, don't you think? Well, uh, I will say that it's obviously it has changed over the course of the last three weeks. Yeah, the playoff picture. The Eagles is what's confusing to me. That's the yeah, maybe the biggest. Yeah, sort of looked like baseball season. You know where you you look at one point and. 10-game winning streak. Oh, they're going to win the – Jacksonville did the same thing. Yeah. Folded. Folded. Yeah. And then Houston, at, right? Uh, Green Bay did a great job. I'm, I'm proud for Will and Drew that Green Bay and Detroit will play this weekend. Ought to be fun. Wild card weekend. Boy, what about those scores in Kapalua? We predicted that because that's – for these guys, that's an easy track. Yeah. Especially when the wind's down. Wind down. Yeah. Honolulu next, the Sony. Um, I got a couple of guys. Adam Shank. <laughs> you like that name. You giggle. That's, yeah, that's my game. You giggle. <laughs> Watch for Adam Shank, you Shank this weekend. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> what a name for a golfer. Yeah. Denny McCarthy. I like these two. Up and comers. They've been climbing the ranks every year they've been in. Look out for those two. Adam Shank, remember the name. I think we're going to be hearing it this weekend. All right, uh, we're going to hear the name Mark in a minute. All right. I'm on his take, man. Because Mark is meaner than us. Yeah. Mark comes off top rope. (laughs) He's going to do that. On the other side of our break, we also have our SNH. Man of Steel forthcoming. And you're welcome to nominate someone on our Nap Auto Parts text line 331 2508. Back after this. America, built on big dreams, sweat, and determination, and steel. And since 1981, the family at SNH Steel has provided its customers with steel products of all types, from the construction of new business and industry to keeping the farm up and running. SNH believes in the American worker and the American way. So let's get to work. Together, we're strong as ever. SNH Steel, 844-3710. Family owned and operated at 4353 Jeff Holman Boulevard in Tupelo. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms. Hi, this is Brian Rigby, owner of Servpro of Tupelo. Servpro is the nation's leader in cleaning and restoration. But here at home, we're more than that. We're neighbors helping neighbors, friends taking care of friends. Whether it's storm, flood, or fire damage, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Our staff has over 150 years combined experience in residential and commercial projects. Visit Servpro.com or call 690-6502. Servpro of Tupelo, here in your community, here to help. Hey guys, Stacy Rollins here, your local North Mississippi travel advisor. Planning your next trip just got easier by using my free services. Give me a call at 615-812-4661 or find me on Facebook, Stacy Rollins, Marvelous Mouse Travels. From Possum Trot to Beaver Hill, sports talk from the fans' perspective on Mississippi Sports Today. Wow, we just got a photo of uh, probably Miss Teresa at Stone's Jewelers, I would imagine, who uh, listens on a daily, and her nephew, Jalen. Johnny, we interviewed him. Yeah, good guy. He played basketball at Belmont. I I got to know him pretty well. Good dude. Yeah. All right, so he was working in the Mississippi State Athletic Office. I forget in what capacity. I I, I think he was with 
football there. I'm not sure. Sure, somewhere, somewhere in the stuff and in the football department. Now he is with Michigan, and he yeah. was at the game as a shot. I suppose that's his vantage point. Pretty good sort of corner end zone seat in Houston last night. So thank yeah. you for sending that in. That's awesome. All right, three three one two five zero eight on our Napa Auto Parts text line today. Do you feel this is a tainted championship or despite you know the word adversity? Did they beat that word to death or what? Well, they created it. To start they created with. their own adversity. Yeah, and then whined about overcoming adversity. First of all, I don't know a single human being who's ever lived on the planet that hadn't experienced adversity. It's called life. Yeah, talk about Michael Penix. Name a team that didn't have adversity. We cruised through the year with no injuries. Everything went our way. Mm, no. So, yeah, but, but not many people can say that their coach was suspended six games. Exactly. <laughs> We got caught red-handed. Rigby likes that. And it's still going on. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. Six games for not one, it may not but be over. two cheating scandals. Yes. So the question, obviously, and it was presented him last night, were those lady sunglasses he had on after the game? I'm almost sure. I'll ask Drew. At any rate, the future of Jim Harbaugh. Much speculation. Now, the NFL lifestyle for a coach is not only very lucrative, obviously, and he's going to draw, I think there are five openings right now, and maybe more coming. Yes. So he's going to draw a $15 million a year offer probably. 12 to 15, that's what Pete Carroll makes. Yep. That's what the big boys make in that league, right? Patriots job's about to come open. And you don't have to fool with what you just talked about. Right. The investigations. You wash your hands of that. You're done with his portal business. You know your roster. And you ain't got to fool with NIL and all the recruiting things that that involves now. That seems like a no-brainer to me, guys. Yeah, me too. Only thing is, Harbaugh's been there. You know, so maybe he knows the pros and the cons both. And But if I had to bet today, I'd bet he's going to be in the NFL next year. He was this close to a Super Bowl. I think that yeah. may motivate. Yeah. And there are those Michigan faithful who say, nope, he's a Michigan man. He ain't going nowhere. He loves this school and this place. We'll see. But I will say the, that the probably the biggest love hate for college coaches is you love that you get to have a say, more of a say, in your roster annually. But the con is. You've got to recruit that. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's what most coaches hate is recruiting. It's probably the most um you know, time time consuming thing that they do yeah. and it's very frustrating. Um so I, if if I'm a coach and I'm looking at the NFL, I mean like, man, I, I wanna have some say in my roster. I think one thing I heard a player talking about, if you get the player, it was on another national show. And he talked about a difference in an NFL guy, head coach, versus a college head coach. College head coaches are father figures. They're authority figures. Not in the NFL. You're just another dude on the payroll that happens to be the coach. And the players call you by first name. They call you Bob, or whatever your name happens to be. So that may be, and the reason they said that was to sort of shed some light on what Jim Hawk Ball may be thinking, do I want to be the authority father figure? Or do I just want to be like my brother? Yeah. In a room full of grown men. Yeah. Mo- everyone I'm making more than me, most <laughs> for the most part. Probably not with Harbaugh, but you, you get it. Yep. All right, 331-2508. Some love on the text line. Swamp has said this. I hadn't heard this, but wouldn't that be something? Kirby to the Falcons. Ah, yeah, that was a Lane Kiffin tweet. <laughs> he, he he put that out yesterday. He would probably love that. Yeah, he would. He would. He would love that. Uh, I would. I wouldn't be surprised they didn't offer him though. Carolina too, right? Yeah, there's going to be some shake up in in uh, college football too because uh, we just saw where Kevin Steele's fixing to retire as defensive coordinator at Alabama. The defensive coordinator 
Roberts at Auburn is most likely going to Florida today mm. as assistant head coach. Carousel. Yeah. Love it. Here's a question from our friend Barry in Golden. Barry, thank you for listening and saying hello. Will Flacco beat the Ravens in the playoffs? <laughs> I would love it. I, as far as the NFL coaches, and I don't have any facts to back up this, but it just seems, thinking through my mind right now, a lot of NFL coaches are northern guys. Yeah. You don't have as many southern guys. And I think that like a Kirby Smart, I think, man, he grew up around college football's king. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that that's mm-hmm. the ultimate to him. Yeah, most of them are. I would, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for him, but I'm just thinking that theology out. That is – Have a lot of West Coast guys, you know, like, like – West Coast and Northern guys. Yeah. 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 Pete, Pete Carroll. Yeah. That is – I hadn't thought of that. But you're right. Yeah. Interesting. All right, 331-2508. Well, if Flacco gets to the Ravens, that Houston Texans team, they ain't playing. <laughs> That would be two quarterbacks, one of them 39 years old and one of them 21. Right, this weekend. That's on the uh, agenda. Starting on Saturday, those Browns will be at Houston. What a turnaround and a great job by their head coach. Um, Miami at Kansas City. It's going to be a juicy Saturday, fellas. 7.30, Dolphins at Chiefs. Sunday, Pittsburgh. Back in how many years have they been over 500? I saw that. A bunch. They're like 10, 12 years in a yeah. row. Yeah. Thank you ever since. Yeah, winning record. At Buffalo. I hope it's two feet of snow on the ground. That'd be great. Green Bay at Dallas at 3.30. And then the nightcap, the Rams at Detroit on Sunday. Those are... Uh, the five weekend games, the sixth game, is a Monday nighter. The aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa. Wow. All right. Some very interesting sprinkle opportunities as we study these games and research them more. Didn't do any good for last night's game, but we're going to try to lend some. Uh, is this the year for Dallas? I, I, because if, if you think about what we talked about the NFL, yeah, even though – the Dallas has not maybe looked the best at times. It looked like the superior team at times. Maybe like a, you know, a, a Miami has at times, or Buffalo, or the Forty ers But I think it'd be fair to say that the Cowboys have probably been the most consistent all year. Yeah, they've been really good at home, and and fifty fifty on the road. They've been perfect at home. Yeah, and, and I know their conference or their division that they play in is probably the weakest. Yeah, mm, no, the South. Well, yeah, I, I would argue the South because you know Philadelphia was very good yeah. <laughs> until a minute ago. I like San Francisco and Dallas again in the NFC Championship game. Give me, you know, Detroit. I think we'll get pretty deep. You know, when uh, I, I think they're going to beat the Rams. I, I, I believe you're right. Uh, if they can get that road victory over the 49ers, this could be their year. All right, uh, your thoughts. Who's going to win it? 331-2508. Just been a weird year. All the way around in football. Yeah. I mean, from the Aaron Rodgers thing to all the shakeup in college football to – you know, the parody we're seeing in NFL. And, and, you know, when the Cowboys are good, it is good, especially in our region. Sure. With so many fans. So we'll find out Wild Card Weekend is upon us. Because, I mean, you would think that the Jets would have been better, obviously, even without Aaron Rodgers, because they put a pretty good roster around him. Yeah. That, that, that I thought, man, if the Jets are good, it might not be just because of Aaron Rodgers. It's become because they've, they've spent some money and they've put together a a pretty decent roster. But they didn't have they a didn't very decent year, did they? I'd be very concerned if I were the Cowboys with Green Bay, who have been one of those trending teams as of late, last three, four uh, weeks, man. And we do get a note from Eddie in Nobney, our new Albany to those, uh, with the Green Bay Packers yet again be, the Mike, uh, be Mike McCarthy's undoing. Great point. A lot of history there. Mr. West, up, guys? Boo the blue. 
Cheaters in all caps. Since college football is over in bowl season, Nick Saban sits at third on most bowl wins by a head coach. He has 19 bowl wins. Bear Bryant is fourth with 15. Who is number one in having the most bowl wins by a head coach? Joe Paterno or Bobby Bowden? I said Bobby Bowden is what my guess would be. I'm thinking longevity. You? And success. And and longevity at at the point to where you're probably going to a bowl game. Going to a bowl game, right? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Eddie Robinson? I don't know. (laughs) What about um, Ferentz at Iowa? Wow. They played a lot of Long time. Mm-hmm. They go to a bowl every year. He's been there a long time. I'm, th- I'm like Craig. Yeah. I'm thinking longevity. Right. Probably going to be blistering cold in Kansas City this Sunday, and it's headed this way. Early temps for New Albany. Oh, Jared's uh, checking in, our weather guy. All right. Let's get the weather from Jared. Yeah. Jared says early temps for New Albany for Monday night is five degrees. Get ready, Brian and the Surf Pro crew. Jared in New Albany. Something we mentioned right uh, when we saw Brian this yeah. morning. Yep. It's about to get busy for Surf Pro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, that, that's part of it. And, and we see this and we watch these temps. And if you yeah. have areas and times where you do not get above freezing, that's the key. If you stay below uh, yes. 30 degrees for over 48 hours. And it looks like from Monday until Wednesday, Sunday night to Wednesday, that could happen. And a little west of here, in the Oxford and, and Memphis yeah. area, it's about four to five degrees cooler. So it could be some sure, more damage in that. Can't area. wait! Depending on how much that shifts, too, it could get that way here. We could have ice. No, I'm, I'm not at, not sprinkling that for sure. <laughs> uh, Brian wouldn't mind it, but... Uh. So, yeah, and... You're going out of town. You're going to a southern location. I'm, I'm, I'm hopping yeah. a Greyhound and getting out of here next yeah. week. If I'm not here, you'll know. Well, I'll, I'll call you. Craig found some sunshine and warm temps, man. Oh, my goodness. The older you get, too. I told Ron, I know why old people move to Florida now. Yeah, absolutely. Can't stand it. Yeah. One day you'll know, I'd Brian. call Stacy Joe before I got on the Greyhound. <laughs> that greyhound may that, not be what you remembered that greyhound might go north too <laughs> that's true yeah scratch the greyhound idea cowboys by 14 over the packers swamp says yeah when, you know when dallas is playing well they run it up on you man oh yeah their margin of victory is far and away the best i would think speaking of running it up you see all the controversy with the saints and the falcons over that last play that was not a uh, cordial coaches meeting at the end of that one was it? No, and 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 Allen apologized for it, and Jameis Winston said they were the Falcons. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Here's a note from one of our listeners saying hello. <laughs> Good stuff. Will Rogers was like, "What have I done last night?" <laughs> Will Rogers trying to find some old linemen this morning. This guy sent in. I, I'm, I'm assuming a gentleman sent in uh, the 20 greatest mascots in sports. And that was back in October. But, man, those are funny. The Yuma, Arizona Criminals. Criminals. These are high school mascots. Oh, my. (laughs) Who'd you play for? The The Criminals. criminals. Yeah, I was a criminal in high school. I love it. Uh, good stuff. Thank you for saying hello this morning on our Nap Auto Parts text line, 331-2508. Well, it is time to unveil our Man of Steel. I didn't want to do it. The last thing I wanted to do this morning was present this award. Let me, say, let me go on record. <laughs> this is a regrettable Man of Steel. Not Connor Stallions, Johnny. No, I know it's going to be Jim Harbaugh. It's got to be James Bartholomew Leon Harbaugh. Finally to the mountaintop of college football after being so close. Outstanding player in the Michigan blue. Son of a coach. Brother of a coach. You know, the Harbaugh family's right up there with the Mannings, man, in football royalty, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. 
Got to give him that. Not for playing, but for coaching. Jim Harbaugh, the oddest human being on the planet. And among, he's going to go down, guys. I ain't saying Saban. But you look at his legacy, he's leaving behind a pretty good one. James Bartholomew Leon Harbaugh, SNH Man of Steel. Nobody nominated anybody better. I wish I'd have known. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was, I wish you'd have asked. Yeah. That's why I waited yeah. so long. I was like, we come. Hey, I would have, I would have nominated Wesley Webb. Wesley Webb is the man of steel joining us in studio. <laughs> He's a pop-in. How'd you get in? We got a code. <laughs> I know the code. You know, <laughs> you know, know, know the right folks. Know the right people. Uh, we have prediction here. Green Bay 31, Dallas 28, final overtime. You know what? I hope so, Eddie. I want a good overtime game. Yeah. Criminals. Sounds like my Florida Gators, 08 team. Swamp Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they were trained. That's right. Uh, you could you could call Georgia that over the last couple of they years. They took pride in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you doing, man? Just come see you. Yep. I'm glad you did. Radio sensation. Wesley Webb this year. Um, observation. We're about to get pounded, guys. With Olympic promos, Paris 2024. Uh-huh. Thought to myself, I cannot wait to avoid the Olympics this year. Yeah. Don't you know that's going to be I have po- no desire. politics. <laughs> what is the Olympics now? In Paris. All right. We- Let me tell you what else you're about to see a lot of. Mm. Daytona 500. That's right. I saw yeah. the promo for it. Next month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our live crew on the infield for a preview. Time to start advertising the Masters, too. That's right. And we got, you know, the upcoming NASCAR season actually getting underway. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it out in Los Angeles again, I believe, for their first event. Yep. So we'll have our, our Napa NASCAR notebook return of that this year. We did mention the departure of Judkins, but I want to get your thoughts on Bentley. Ulysses S. Bentley. Back, he announced yesterday, and it was sort of, uh, sort of a, I think, a, um, yeah. you know, most of us assumed that would be the case. But I like the way he runs. Yeah, and there again, he's another one of those guys. This is his sixth year, actually, I think, of eligibility with a COVID year and all that stuff. And we talked about how important that was to Michigan to have all those fourth and fifth year guys. So uh, I, I think he's not the, the punishing runner that Judkins was, but uh, – I, I think you're going to be okay with Bentley, and and I'm looking for a lot of good stuff out of Riscano. Yeah, and, and Jones, I think it would be, is, yeah. is going to be helpful in the backfield. I will say with Bentley, from everything I hear in and around that program, is he's, he's just a kid that everybody loves. He practices hard. He comes to work every day and is well respected, and um, his teammates love him and like to be around him. And that, that you know that means a lot. I know in the era we live in now with NIL and transfer portal and all of that. Um, there's still a significant amount of um, of emphasis you have to put on camaraderie and teammates and and that culture in and around any athletic program. You have to have that to win at a high high level. And those kind of guys are more valuable now than ever before. Trying to pull that locker room together because, like we said, they're coming from everywhere on everybody's team. Well, they all know what each other's making. Yep, that's that ever good. Not that's good. never good in any workplace. No. I don't want to know what that guy's making. <laughs> and I don't want him to know what I'm making. Right. Yeah, especially if he's third string, you're first string. Uh, absolutely. All right, it is time to hop into our sports time machine. Find out what happened on this date. January 9th. The year was. We go way back with this one. 1811. The first women's golf tournament was held. <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah. How'd somebody say, you know what, let's let the girls take a stick and hit a ball? I think that's the only year we've ever done on this show that was pre-Johnny. <laughs> yeah. That's probably right, you are. <laughs> 18 to 11. We don't have out, outhouses, that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we have women's golf. I'm not sure we had grass back then. 1903, baseball's National and American Leagues make peace. 
Were they at war? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 1903, Frank Farrell and Bill Devery purchased the American League's Baltimore baseball franchise for $18,000. Move it to New York City, and later it becomes the New York Yankees. 18000 I had no idea the Yankees started in Baltimore. I did hear a nugget that blew my mind the other day, and I assume it's true. And back in the 1880s, uh, Notre Dame wrote a letter to Michigan and said, Hey, you guys are playing this football game. We've heard about it. Will you come teach us this game? And so Michigan taught Notre Dame how to play football. Not today. Don't tell, don't tell that today. I know. I know. So if it hadn't been for Michigan, there'd be no Rudy. Exactly. Right. They invented the game. Go ahead. 1958 in basketball, Oscar Robinson for Cincinnati scores 56. Seton Hall's team only scores 54. (laughs) Think we ought to put two on him? That was no three-point line either. That was just Oscar being big O, right? Here's one I didn't realize. 1962, NFL prohibits grabbing a face mask. Oh, boy. That's when the men played. Was it not rough before then? Wow. I'm trying to figure out when the face mask was actually came along. Put on a helmet. I think that was in the early 1955. 55. All right. So they went like seven years. (laughs) You can grab it. Get him. (laughs) Break his neck. We've seen an increase in broken necks (laughs) in the league. 1972, led by future Lakers star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Los Angeles Lakers 120 to 104, ending Los Angeles' consecutive win streak at 33, the longest winning streak in Major League Sports history. I wasn't aware of that, but it is true. I looked up the all-time greatest streaks, and we're going to go over that in a minute before we leave you today. Mr. West says the answer to the question, boom! Boom! Uh, I'll be back. We finally get one right. Johnny, number one is Joe Paterno with 24 bowl wins. Number two, your guy. Bobby Bow. 22 bowl wins. Hey. Excellent question. I can't believe we got one right. Yeah, tell them to send our prize. Did I get third? (laughs) You said France? Yeah. I'm going to say you didn't. No. No. (laughs) Our brother Dave, checking in in Alabama. He travels about Alabama on a daily. Today is checking in from Spring Garden, Alabama. Home of Spring Garden. I got High school. And I guess the mascot. It's a little game we play with Dave. The flowers. Home of the bisons. Good. Thank you, Dave, for saying hello today. Where's Spring? What do you do, Dave? What do you. <laughs> yeah, he was in Gardendale the other day. And it's all these. Really small places. Yeah. Curious, Dave. John C. yesterday, I thought it was cool. Mayor Todd Jordan. And it was Elvis's birthday yesterday. Right. And they unveiled a marker in downtown Tupelo, right there at Main Attraction, where Miss Barbara, I love Barbara. Um, they had a group there, Elvis fans and representatives of the birthplace and everything, unveil the marker. Of the doctor's office and the doctor's name and everything's and history of this office because that was the dude who delivered Elvis. <laughs> wow. And this marker's there now for you to go by. So if you go by more Tupelo history of Elvis, I found that interesting. How big a, a legend are you if they do a statue to the doctor that brought you in the world? Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday. Guys from Tupelo, most of us that grew up in East Tupelo over the years, <coughs> think they're Elvis. Yeah, you know some of these cats? I sound just like him. And I've, I've learned this over the years. If you can even remotely talk like Elvis just a little, oh, yeah. it drives women crazy. <laughs> Try it sometime. That's, just do that. That's, that's hey. how he got Rhonda. Hey, yeah. I swear she loves it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird, but it is. First face mask was in the 30s. Uh, we had conflicting reports, Mr. West said. Maybe the modern face mask. I think it was required in 55. I got you, Swamp. I think that's right. Thank you, Swamp. Someone said Dave must be a red worm salesman. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll, I'll say this. NFL made face masks mandatory in 1955, but the players could request special permission to play without one, oh. and some did. <laughs> Didn't want their neck jerked around. That'd be, yeah, that'd be Webb. I don't want that thing in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be punched in the nose. Fun show today, guys. Thank you very much for saying hello. <laughs> I'm a graduate of Gardendale High. Someone just sent in. Wow. Imagine the odds of a graduate of Gardendale High. Hey, we, we got a huge listening audience. <laughs> when you hit that, yeah. that's like uh, probably not a lot of kids there. In 2023, what university in Columbus tried to change their name but couldn't get it approved because no one understood where the name came from or what it meant? <laughs> Referring to the Mississippi University for Women? Yes. But, uh, bright. Bright. Field, Brightwood Bright, University, Brightwood something University. like that. Yeah, you see that? Mm-hmm. There was there was a meme on uh, Twitter this morning of a black bear with a rebel shirt sitting next to the mascot from <laughs> MUW, saying they didn't accept me very well. Either. Yeah, we know, we know. Uh, Davis checked in with the answer to the uh, beg the question: What does Dave do? I haul feed to chicken houses. Ain't no chicken houses in big cities. <laughs> wow. Hey, we appreciate you, man. I like chicken. Think about it. Yeah. That's that's almost like a sensual uh, employee. Oh, yeah. So he spends a lot of time around Morton, too. In Newton County. You oh. go to you go to Forest, Mississippi, Carthage, and you're either yeah. going to meet a truck hauling chickens or a truck hauling chicken yeah. feed. Chicken City. I love it. All right. Good stuff today. Uh, don't forget the Prentice County Tournament. Starts tonight. Starts tonight. Northeast. At Northeast. Yes. Bo and Bearcats will be in action, and John Luke McCord will be on the call for those games uh, throughout the week on uh, 95.9 WCNA. We're looking very much forward to that. And a shout-out to Coach uh, Jason and, and the guys up there. i tell you what, um, this basketball season, College-wise, we're going to have some barn burners in Starkville and Oxford, boys. I agree. Finally putting two quality teams on the floor. It's going to be stressful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's no. going to be, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. gut-wrenching. Well, I don't think Mississippi State or Ole Miss is going to run. Either one going to run away with a lot of games. I think it'll be those, those like Brian said, those stressful moments. Hey, a shout-out to Coach Louie. He's one of our best listeners and always talking. Brought us a bunch of homemade cookies the other night when we called a basketball game up there. Mm. How about that? Yeah, great Louie. guy. Yeah, Louie, Louie, thank you so much for listening. All of you said hello on the text line today. It was a pleasure to visit with OJD and Brian, too. And don't forget, you can hear the podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Why is that music playing? <laughs> the Man of Steel, Wesley Webbs, with us today, too. We appreciate you, bud. See you all tomorrow. Mississippi Media Production.